This is the final word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenreiter, and welcome to the award-winning final word. If you're keeping score at home, mark it down. This is the show that invites you into the conversation. You can get your opinion on TV right here on Channel 11 every Sunday night. Let's get started by introducing you to tonight's three panelists. Please welcome former Pitt defensive back and Buffalo Bills general manager, Doug Whaley. Hi, Doug. Hi, Albie. I am so glad it's draft week. I cannot listen to another mock draft. I'd rather <laughs> Come watch on, the, baby. I'd rather watch the Buckos lose 21-0 again. I mean, enough is enough. Let's go. Former Pitt and NFL tight end Doran Dickerson is with us again. Hi, Doran. Hey, Albie. Two back-to-back -back days of nice weather in Pittsburgh. You gotta love it. Gotta love being outside. Get out on that baseball diamond. And from our partners at DKPittsburghSports.com, welcome back, Chris Carter. Hi, Chris. What are you talking about, Doran? I was inside reading all the mock drafts this week. <laughs> You're that guy oh, that keeps man. them going. Okay. Some of the topics we're talking about tonight, we're looking for five words. Give us five words on the best and or worst Steelers draft picks in the Kevin Colbert era. If the Steelers were to take a quarterback in the first round and they would be all be available, which is the best fit? Based on how Casey DeSmith and the team are playing, how confident are you about the Penguins' playoff run right about now? Najee Harris says he wants to take a leadership role. Who will be the leaders on the offense for the Steelers? Plus, of course, your final word. But first, tonight's big topic. What are your ultimate hopes for the Steelers' draft this week, Doug? My ultimate hope is they come out with the start of a team-building process for a new identity. And that identity is a tough physical D with a crushing rushing attack. So besides early taking a running back or a tight end, I would lean heavy defense or something that will complement that running game. Because when you look at it, the last 10 years, this team's identity is focused around Ben Roethlisberger. But when you don't have a franchise quarterback, you need to build a team around that quarterback. Now, when you have a franchise quarterback, you can add weapons. All right, Doran. I hope that they take this draft and do what's necessary. I hope that they don't reach for a guy. I'm really not sold and not sure if the Pittsburgh Steelers are in love with either or any of those quarterbacks that are going to be available. I think they're going to be uh, excited for next year's draft. So I don't want the Steelers to reach for a guy that might be their guy of the future. I hope that they really stick to their guns and figure out what they need to do and service those areas as well. Chris. They're looking for at least one pillar player who's going to be a big part of what they're going to do in the first step after the Ben Roethlisberger era, and at least two glue guys. And, of course, they're going to be drafting more to, than that. But the whole goal here is, like like Doran just said, they, get, they went in free agency. They got Mitchell Trubisky. They were able to add to the offensive line. They were able to make keep come on Travis Adams. They were able to keep Akella Witherspoon, get Levi Wallace. They got Miles Jack. They addressed so many different things in this free agency process. They can go a, a number of different ways with this first round that's what you want so you're not pigeonholed into every team knows oh they're taking a cornerback a quarterback a linebacker whatever they're in a position to do a lot of different things that's the good thing now it's just get it right and right. they can truly follow their draft board because like you said Chris mm -hmm. they don't have a glaring need they have starters at every position exactly all right keep those comments coming you can find us on Twitter at WPXI final word on Facebook at the final word now it's time for five words Give us five words on the best and or worst Steelers draft picks in the Kevin Colbert era. To Facebook, Ben Roethlisberger, nothing comes close. Uh, from Twitter, best Big Ben two championships. 
That's five. <laughs> and one more, the big bust, Jarvis Jones. Now, Doug Doran and Chris, five words. Best and worst of the Kevin Colbert era. Doug, you're first. Cinquez Golson, big old miss. Oh, uh, second round, two, 2015. When they drafted him, he got hurt at shoulder surgery. 16, Liz Frank. 17, first day of padded practice, carted off. And we're talking about a 5'9 quarter cornerback that was 176 that ran a high 4'4. Would he have been productive? Who knows? Now, Colbert, he can't predict injuries, but if you look on return on investment for where he got picked, I'd have to say this was his worst. Five words, Doran. I'm going to go with best. Uh, my five words are sounds crazy, but Antonio Brown. Antonio <laughs> Brown, his, uh, his production, I mean, they found him in the sixth round. And what they got out of him while he was here, while he was playing and they had a level head, uh, it, was, it was one of the best seasons and best careers as a receiver ever. So I would go best with Antonio Brown, uh, but it, that does sound crazy. All right. Chris? I'm going to also go with best, but I'm going to say Watt got uh, the best value. When you look at when you look at T.J. Watt and where they drafted him so late in the dra in, in the first round at 30th overall, and you got a defensive MVP and a guy that since he's been on your roster all five seasons, the Steelers have led the NFL in sack production. You can't ignore that. So T.J. Watt, you could say the trade up for Troy Polamalu, you could say Ben Roethlisberger, but I'm just saying savvy wise and as far as calculated good pick in the first round, T.J. Watt gets that bucket for me. All right, my five words are I agree with two picks. I'm going to go with Doran and Brown, and I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger, my two best picks of the Kevin Colbert era. And we can consider this draft the Kevin Colbert era, so we'll see what's coming up when the draft gets underway on Thursday. If the Steelers were to take a quarterback in the first round and they would all be available, which one would be the best fit? Gerard from Facebook says none of the above. The final word is back after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. I'm Albie Oxenrider tonight with Doug Whaley, Doran Dickerson, and Chris Carter. And Chris starts off on this topic. Chris, if the Steelers were to take a quarterback in the first round, and assuming they would all be available, which one do you think would be the best fit? 
I, I got to say Malik Willis, you know, for a number of reasons. One, he has a cannon. Two, he has the athleticism. And three, he's younger than the Kenny, because Kenny, Kenny Pickett. And I know that's the one that a lot of Pittsburghers are going to say, whoa, 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 why not Kenny? He was great. He, was, he just got pit to the ACC championship. And yes, I do think Kenny Pickett would be, would be, oh, would be great in the right situation. But they have already gotten Mitch Trubisky, which tells me whoever they draft this year is probably going to sit back for a year and, and take some time. Kenny Pickett's 24 years old. He's going to be 24 when the season starts. That means if he did that, he'd be 26 when he got his first real action as a starter if he beat out Trubisky in his in his second year. Malik Willis is, is in his early 20s. He's going to be able to he's going to be able to age a little bit, take some time to learn, and that would be the ideal pick. Plus, he has better NFL arm strength, doesn't have the accuracy of Pickett, nor does he have the field vision. But that's something I think they they that they'd probably think they can coach into him to make him that guy. All right. Mike from Facebook says Kenny Pickett all the way. Doug, in your opinion, which quarterback would be the best fit? For me, it's the one that has the chance, the ability to be mentioned in the same sentence as Jackson, Burrow, and Watson, and that's Liberty's Malik Willis. As Chris said, he has all the physical traits you want, and the infrastructure that the Steelers have put in place has that function of letting them sit behind Trubisky, learn, mature, and get up to speed with the NFL-type of offense. Kenny Pickett? pro-ready plug-and-play, but I think he's almost at his ceiling looking like an Andy Dalton type. Start win with player in the league, but will need a lot of help around him. Matt Correll at Mississippi, thinly built, plays aggressive, but for me the biggest struggle I have is his programmed offense. He will have a big learning curve trying to read defense. Desmond Ritter, proven winner, over 40 victories in college, but for me I always struggle when you say we think we can fix his accuracy. I wouldn't, in a first round, I don't want to hope. Exactly. I want to plan. All right, Doran. Uh, Kenny Pickett, no doubt. And I'm not being biased here at all, but it, he has all the intangibles to be, like Doug, Doug said, pro-ready. He's the guy that can come in and really grasp the, the offense. I really don't think that the Pittsburgh Steelers have the resources to help a guy and grow a guy like Malik Willis. I'm talking on the offensive side. You're still trying to figure out what Matt Canada can do on offense and what his offense uh, you know, game plan can do. I don't think he has the, the resources or the time to invest into Malik Willis to, to figure out if he's going to be uh, a leader, a successful quarterback. So. Kenny Pickett is the most pro-ready, and I think that he should be the guy if he falls to them. They got two quarterback coaches now. So they that's do three have two minutes quarterback coaches. Yeah, come on. They, they, they do, but you know what? They're still trying to figure it out as well. I agree. <laughs> All right. Penguins are on their uh, final stretch here, uh, down to their two regular season games remaining. This isn't the way you'd want to go into the playoffs. Pens have lost 7 of 11. Tristan Jari's also out, of course. So, Doran, based on how Casey DeSmith and the pens are playing. How confident are you right now about a playoff run? I'm not confident at all. I mean, we all know that it only matters whenever the playoffs start. And we were talking offline, Albie, the playoffs is another level. The game speed, everything, mental, physical, everything is faster. We've seen Tristan Jari the past couple years not be able to get out of the first round. And goaltending is everything in the playoffs in, in hockey. So. I don't have that much confidence right now. We know Tristan Jari's hurt. We know Casey DeSmith, you know, he had a good game a couple games ago and then came back and had a loss. So uh, I, I'm just not confident. I don't think that they're going to have the, uh, the means to get out of the first round again this year. All right, back to Twitter. They can steal the round one playoff matchup, but a run is a long shot. Chris, what do you think? 
yeah, I, I can't see a run right now with the way they're playing. But here's the one thing. I, I've seen in hockey so many teams turn it around and it to be some random point, a line switch, a guy gets healthy at the right time, something clicks for a group. Maybe that can happen. I'm not counting out the Penguins entirely because they still have Crosby and, 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 Mal and Malkin and Latang, and that crew has been there for so long and they've been through so many wars. But like you guys said, goaltending, major question right now. They're struggling here and there. When they're on, they are really tough to beat. And we, we, saw, we saw that with, with some of their wins recently. But like you said, in that last stretch, they've lost seven of the last 11. That's a, that's a tough thing to show that you can't get that consistently. And you like to have that consistency heading into the playoffs. Right now, they don't. All right, Doug. I'm going to cherry pick off of what these guys said because when you think and when I think of teams that make playoff runs, I think of consistency and elevation. And when you talk about consistency, that's a combination of talent, which the Penguins have, but continuity. And they've been struggling with continuity all year long with injuries. And like Doran says, when playoffs start, everything gets turned up. So everybody has to elevate their level of play. I'm talking not only coaches, but players and front office. So the last three years, we've seen that no one has elevated their play in the playoffs for, for the pins. And I just don't see it coming around now, especially with the way they're limping into the playoffs. All right, back to the Steelers for our next topic. Uh, and back to you, Doug. Najee Harris said he wants to take a leadership role. Who do you think will be the Steelers' leaders on offense? I think it, Mitch Trubisky, you would hope. He took a nice first step by coordinating the workouts in Florida, but I think ultimately it's going to come down to who's producing because there's not a dominant offensive figure that's got that moxie that's going to come in and just get people to say, I'm the captain. But once you get a young guy like Najee or Faramuth to get out there and start producing at a high level, that respect will come. So I'm hoping Trubisky, but I could definitely see Najee or Muth. All right, more from Twitter. It better be the guy behind center or they have a ton of problems. Doran, you're next. Yeah, it has to be Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, you know, he's been to a Pro Bowl. He's played a, a lot of football in this league. He's going into his sixth year. Whether they draft the quarterback or not, I think Mitchell Trubisky should be and will be the leader that they need day in and day out. You're going to have to help. If you do draft the quarterback, you're going to have to help him. You're going to have to show him the way of how to be a pro, the little things, and, and grasp this offense. you got some new offensive linemen. He's new. So, I think Mitchell Trubisky, I know that's, a, that's a, a bland pick, but he has to be the leader for the 2022 Steelers. Chris? There's a few leaders, in my opinion. Najee Harris, I do think, will be one. That's why they drafted him. It wasn't just because he was a really talented running back. And anything that you talk to anyone from Alabama, they're like, that kid is special, and people follow him. And they knew that this was probably going to be a process to get their offense back going after Ben Roethlisberger was gone. So what's easy to do that? You find a running back who takes that pressure off the quarterback but also can be a leader. I do think Mitch Trubisky has to have some leadership on the team. But this is going to be a team that's going to be defensively led. T.J. Watt, I think, is going to step into a bigger role. You see Cam Hayward. He's been carrying that flag for so many years now. He's going to pass that down over the next few years. And I think T.J. Watt and look out for Minka Fitzpatrick. I think that he's been a guy like just like Najee Harris. They respect deference because they're from Alabama and there's always talent going through Alabama. But they know when their time is to step up to be a leader. And that's when they're waiting for is the right time. I think over the next couple seasons, you'll see the, especially those two guys and T.J. Watt take those mantles. All right. Thanks, guys. When we come back, Around the horn on any topic, the final word is next.
final word. Welcome back. It's time now for the final word. Everybody gets a chance. And Chris Carter, you're first. Everyone's going to talk about quarterback, quarterback, quarterback all up until Thursday when the Steelers reveal who they did pick in the first round. And there's make no mistake, if the right scenario plays out, they'll be happy to take Malik Willis or the quarterback that they really think. And regardless of what you or I say, who is the best or who is the, the Steelers have their board, their research, their information that they've gathered. They're going to trust that information. But those who think that they're going to pick it no matter what, I think you're going over the top a little bit. They, this is why they got Mitch Trubisky, so that they could he could at least hold down the fort for a year if they wanted to, maybe two. But this is a position they want to get a person who's going to be a pillar player in this next in this first start of the of the post Ben Roethlisberger era. That could be on defense or offense. And like Doug was saying earlier, I think it will be defense. Thanks, Chris. Doug, final word. Three years. I know everybody's getting hyped about draft and they listen to all these draft experts, but listen to this. There's a saying in scouting, if you haven't missed, you haven't scouted. But guess what? All these media personalities, they haven't missed because they don't have accountability. They don't put the years of following these players in like area scouts do when they see them step on campus mm. and follow them until they're ready to, to get drafted. All I'm saying is you really want to evaluate a draft? wait three years and see how these guys are playing and producing compared to their draft slot. Doran, final word. I know this is an NBA town, but uh, Ben Simmons, if you do follow the NBA, Ben Simmons was likely to play ha! in game four for the Brooklyn Nets against the Celtics. Now, the Brooklyn Nets are down 3-0 to the Celtics. They could use a boost, but Ben Simmons is now out of the game. He's not going to play. He's a soft basketball player. He needs to get it together. I mean, what kind of teammate are you? You just got traded to the Brooklyn Nets, and now that's an example that you're going to set? That's just terrible. Terrible. Right. terrible. That's terrible. Our final word now from social media. Is it football season yet? Well, we're taking a big step in that direction this week. It's NFL draft week. And of course, there's lots of attention on what player the Steelers will take with their first round pick. It's always an intriguing opportunity, but it's by no means a sure thing. Six of the last 10 have been great for the Steelers. The other four, eh, not so great. I'm just as interested with what players they'll take with rounds two, three, and four. The Steelers will have seven picks, no sixth round pick, two in the seventh round. That's the final word for tonight. I'm Albie Oxenrider. For Doug, Doran, and Chris, see you next time.